Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Implement God's word. And I want to counsel you on something today as your pastor. And that is for those on the live stream, those in the house, you want the full counsel of God's word. What is the full counsel of God's word? It is Genesis to Revelation. Let me exhort and encourage and build up and edify those of you who read your Bibles, but you say, man, Pastor Matt, I don't remember the last time I read through the full counsel of God's Word, Genesis to Revelation. This is me. Pastor Fabian will tell you something different, but we're on the same page in this. You need the Word every day. The goal is three chapters a day, or three chapters a day equivalent. The one-year Bible is about three chapters a day equivalent. That will take you through the whole Bible in one year, and that's great. That is a good goal. But if it takes you a year and a half, two years, two and a half years to read through the whole Bible, you do it, and then you start again. You never want to get stuck in one area forever because you're not getting the full counsel of God's Word. How many of you know in basketball, it's not just shooting? It's not. Some of us are more naturally, you can ask those who know me, I like to pass the ball, but I'm a gunner. If I get the ball, and if, if, I look, if it looks open, I'm going to shoot it. Uh, let's just be real. I'm a shooter. I, I'm streaky. I may hit five in a row and miss seven in a row, but I, I'm, I'm not a Kobe Bryant type, and nor am I that talented, but I like to pass. I like to find the open part, but if I'm open, I'm shooting it. But how many of you know there's a lot more than just shooting in basketball? How about blocking out for rebounds? I remember back in the day, my wife was like, golly, you guys aren't blocking out. Come on, where's the basics? you got to be able to pass and shoot and rebound and read a play and do all these different things. Make a layup. In the same way, you don't want to just stay shooting in basketball. I've had those folks, they're like, you know, was it Bill Murray in, in Space Jam? He's like, oh, no, I don't do defense. I don't do defense. I mean, no. Mm -mm. I don't do no, you gotta be able to. you got to be able to be well-rounded. And you got to be able to be well-rounded in the Word. Part of being well-rounded in the Word is this, is reading the full counsel of God's Word. Are you with me? Someone say the full counsel. It's all there for a reason. Now, I do not believe for a moment that I'm going to get through all of these points. I have six points today. That's okay. We'll take time, and we'll finish this off next week if need be. But I want to give you some things that I, I received personally from my pastor, who's Pastor Fabian. He's on the men's retreat right now this weekend with the Spanish men, those from the Spanish service, Centro Victoria. But these are things that my dad has taught me. I received them. I don't know more than him. I'm still learning. How many of you know that you're still learning? You're still learning. I will forever be mentored. I will forever say, Lord, I'm going to stay humble and teachable because I've got to learn, and you've got to have the same goal in life. And to be humble and teachable, then you read through the whole counsel of God's Word, okay? So today, hang with me as we continue God's Manual for Success. We're going to talk about how to study, read, and implement God's Word, all right? So let's go to Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8, you can look this verse up. It says basically and approximately the same thing in all translations, but some translations I like better than others, just my opinion, but they all give different shades of meaning of the same thing. And look at what this says, study. Someone say study. How many of you know to study something, you've got to set it before your face? Are you with me? So I'm going to just study the word in my mind right now. 
Well, that's a good place to continue on. That's good. That's for continuing your education. You're going to meditate on the Word. You're going to think about it. But you've got, at some point, you've got to study this book of instruction continually. The Spanish translation, I'm going to be having the distinct privilege of speaking in the Spanish today as well. The translation I'm reading out of today in the Spanish, um, I think it's New International Version of Spanish, it says recite. Sure, you've got to say it. And we'll get to that in a minute, but you've got to, number one, someone say, see it. See it. So study this book. Study this book of instruction continually. Say, now, Pastor Matt, I take half the week off from God's Word. Well, that's part of the problem. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. When you meditate on it, you're more likely to obey everything written in it. What is meditating? It is murmuring. I believe it's murmuring the word. You're muttering it. Remember, some of you like to mutter. You talk to yourselves. And in Spanish, we say murmurar. It means to murmur. Some of your grandparents used to do that. Your grandma in the kitchen. I love that example. Remember when your grandma was in the kitchen making tortillas or biscuits or whatever it was that grandma made in the kitchen, she'd mumble to herself. She's making some mashed potatoes and white gravy. She's talking. She said, I told him, you know. I am not grandparent age. Well, well, I do have some kids, some people I went to school with. Now they are grandparents. But I don't have any grandkids, obviously. But I mumble to myself. Many times it's the word, or I'm practicing something for a sermon. But let me tell you this right now. you got to meditate on the word, and you got to mumble it. you got to think about it. you got to see it. Joshua 1.8. Let me read the whole verse now. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Study, meditate. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. I mean, you know, a lot of folks are good in one area and they fail at everything else. Look at billionaires. Two, two prominent billionaires right now, they did really well at making money and, and delivering great products or services to us. Jeff Bezos of Amazon, Bill Gates of Microsoft, but they lost their marriages. That's a tough deal. That's a heartbreak. Say, say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just be good in this area. I'm going to focus on this. That's like going to the gym and say, I'm, I'm only going to work out my biceps. I saw a movie years ago. I think it came out in 2006 or 2007. I probably wouldn't recommend it. It wasn't dirty or anything, but it was just weird. But there was a character in the movie, and he would just work out one side of his body. You may recognize the movie. I'm not going to tell you because you may go watch it. It's weird. The director's weird. I think there's something up with him. But this guy is skinny, like skinnier than me on one side of his body, and the other side of his body looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. And he goes, yeah, look at what I'm doing. I'm like a scientist. I'm doing an experiment. He only worked out one half of his body. Well, he was a failure on the other side because he didn't practice balance. He wouldn't get in the full counsel. And you, to get the full counsel of God's Word, you need to start out by setting it in front of your face. Let's look at that point. You've got to see it. Someone say, see it. Now, I'm going to help you remember some of these points today by doing some things that you may deem silly. So look at your neighbor, neighbor right now and open your eyes real big. Look at your neighbor. Go like this. Say, I got to see it. Mm-hmm. I got to see it. Okay, do you feel weird yet? So you're like, my eyes are burning. So you got to see it. you got to start off there. Let me read Joshua 1.8 again. We're going to take our time with this. Study this book of instruction continually. To study it, you got to have it in front of your face. 
got to have it in front of your face. You can memorize Scripture, but to get the full counsel of God's Word and be balanced and see what His Word has to say, you need to study it. If you see a believer who's been a believer forever and they're still imbalanced in certain areas of their lives or lacking in the fruit of the Spirit, it's because they do not study the full counsel of God's Word. God's Word, if you let it, will keep you humble. God's Word, if you let it, will keep you strong and balanced and teachable and seeking Him. How many of you know that's a big, important part of your life as a believer? you got to keep seeking Him. Did you know once you get married, men, let me talk to you all for a minute, you don't stop chasing after your wife. Say, I got her, man. I've conquered her. I'm moving on to the next thing. Let me just tell you something about women right now. They are unconquerable. You can win their heart, but man, you got to you you stay conquering. I remember a guy one time got a, got a delivered him from a strange lifestyle. He had a powerful testimony. It was years ago. He said, "I will never completely conquer my wife." He said, "She is amazing. She's complex in her beauty. She is the creation and handiwork of God. She is the pinnacle of creation, ladies." Feel strong self-esteem you're the last and greatest component of God's creation there he created humans as the last thing men he created first and then women he created second my mom always used to say women are twice refined we could debate that whatever say man was created in in beauty and perfection his own masculine beauty but then the woman was created and taken from the man so, so look at that. You've got to see the Word. See it. So you keep pursuing the Word. Stay after the Word. Stay at chasing after God hard. You know what the Word says? The Lord says, seek me while I may be found. Jesus himself said, knock, and the door will be opened unto you. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. You've got to keep looking looking for him. you got to see him. you got to visualize him in your mind. Say, I'm going to seek God forever. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to seek him. So I believe that all goes into point one today, but also goes into all my other points is stay hard after God's word. All right. He will give you balance. He will give you wisdom, but you got to start off by seeing it. Set God's word in front of your face. All right. So see it. Let's go to Romans 10, 17 in the New King James Version. I love this verse. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You're doing this great today. Here you are in church on a Sunday morning, hearing the Word of God. Hearing and hearing. Let's read that again. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Many people say, Pastor Matt, you've, you've used that verse in 185 sermons, and I will continue to use it. Just like Joshua 1.8. It's so relevant, so pertinent, so significant. You've got to be able to hear God's Word. You can't take six months or a year off church and expect to grow at the same rate you've been growing at spiritually. Now, let me talk to you about my body just for a moment. I naturally have a high metabolism. And if I want to keep my weight, this is not bragging, it's just a fact. Sometimes it's frustrating. But if I want to keep my weight and work out and go to the gym, I have to get a certain amount of calories per day. I do. I'm not a big calorie counter or anything like that. But to hold my weight and not lose weight simply by working out, I have to maintain a certain amount of calories. In the same way, you say, man, I need to go onward and upward with God. I want to stay strong. I want to not just stay here, but I want to move up and get better. You've got to hear God's word. Someone say, hear it. Let's, let's put that up there, would you please? Hear it. 
got to hear God's word. You've got to stay listening to God's word. Don't take breaks from that. Don't take a sabbatical from God's word. Some of you are like, I need a break from all this. Take a break from life in different ways. Do what you've got to do to rest. That, I recommend that. Take vacations, but never take a break from God's word ever. At some point, you're going to need it. I remember those folks that weren't, weren't in the word, weren't in the word, weren't in the word. They're all over the United States now. And when COVID hit, they dropped God's word and going to church like a hot potato. But God's with you. Here you are, seeking God still. Seeking God still. But you'd be amazed the number of people who left God over COVID. I've talked about that for months now and years. But you got to stay hearing the word. Now, very important point. Many people say, well, how do I hear from God? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Today, many of you will hear something from God. Not because it's me, but because it's God's word. There's something customized and tailor-made for every one of you in this house. If you'll listen carefully and focus and absorb what God has for you today, everyone in here will receive from God's word. Someone say, I will receive from God's word. I hear, I believe, and I will obey his word. So when hearing from God, the biggest factor in hearing from God is getting into his word. I've joked with you about this meme. I think they had Steve Carell in it. He's a nut, that actor. But someone said, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to get close to God. I want to, man, I want to see his plan for my life. I want to hear from him. Read the word. I want to hear his voice out loud. Read the word out loud. Because that is God's voice. Did you know? Let me get back to the full counsel. How many of you ladies back in the day, maybe, I mean, we, we still do love letters now, but they're digitized, right? We do text messages and whatever else we do. But how many of you ladies, when you were dating a guy or you were dating your husband, you said, well, I'm going to just read part of the letter and see if I can feel his full heart. I'm going to just read the intro because that's some juicy stuff. Or the closing, I love you, my baby, I miss you, goodbye, whatever. No, you, how many of you know you had to read the full letter to get his full heart? And understand where he or she was coming from, right? Men and women. In the same way, you got to read the love letters from God. It's scripture. You got to be able to hear it. How do you hear it? You come to church, you listen to it on your phone. Now, with, with the U version and other apps, you can listen to the word in its entirety in the translation of your choice and your preference. So you got to be able to hear from God. How do I hear from God? Start off in his word. Some people say, I heard an audible voice from God. If you did, see, I heard it out loud. He spoke to me. If it was God, it will line up with his word. I believe that. God speaks audibly. I believe I may have heard from him a couple of times in life like that where he spoke to me, but usually I have a knowing. I know something that I need to do. I know something he's trying to tell me, and I always make sure it lines up with God's word. How many of you know God is never going to tell you to do something illegal or immoral? Real simple. I think God spoke to me. I need to go beat him up. It's not God. You may need to defend yourself sometime or whatever, but you, you know, God's not telling you go on the offensive, go knock somebody out. He's not. You know, I, may, I think I may have heard from God, man. I think he told me that he's going to bless me with that motorcycle, but I just got to go steal it. Mm -mm. He didn't tell you that. He, didn't, he did not tell you that. 
You've got to be able to hear God's word. Let's go back to Romans 10, 17 in the New King James Version. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And remember, the Holy Spirit will always lead you into all truth. He is the spirit of truth, Jesus said in the book of John. The spirit of truth will lead you into all truth. He will always remind you of what Jesus said, and it will always line up with God's word. That is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. So to hear from God, you've got to line it up with the Word, whether you've heard from Him audibly, whether you've been reading the Word and you say, that's for me, or He's spoken to you off the cuff, you're at work, you say, man, I feel like God spoke to me. He spoke to my heart. Well, then, you've got to line it up with God's Word. I call it a knowing. When you just know something to be true, you know God is speaking to you. Like, you really need to go visit so-and-so. God spoke to me this morning. I did not hear an audible voice. I felt it in my spirit. He said, text that young man who hadn't been to church in a while and love on him. And I've been thinking of him for weeks and months. I haven't seen him in a while, but I know God still has a plan, a purpose, and a design for his life. And I've got to hear God's voice because it blesses and takes care of me. It edifies me, and it edifies others around me. When you hear from God, you can speak into others' lives. Okay, so that's why you got to stay in the Word, God's manual for success. How? Stay in the Word. Another way God speaks, you have an audible voice, you have reading his word, either out loud or silently, and something jumps out, it's a rhema to you. Wow, it's a revelation. Wow, that word is for me. You highlight it. That's, or someone walks up to you, or a friend of yours speaks something, you say, that, wow, that's God speaking to me. I've had people tell me stuff. I have had, it doesn't always happen like this, I have had non-believers I don't know if you say non-believers or unbelievers. I've heard both. I don't know which is correct. I've had those who don't believe, and they're not walking the walk of faith. Tell me something, and I knew God had spoken through them. Like, what? That's amazing. Hey, hey, you know what? I don't know what it is. This is crazy, but Matt, I, here's an idea or something. You know, And it's rare in my case, but I know God can speak through people, whether they're believers or not. He can put that thought on somebody, maybe their conscience. or I've had people encourage me that didn't serve God. Tell me something and say, man, you know what? Matt, you're a light. Keep being a light, man. We need that. You're a good example. You know, whatever. But you need to hear from God. You can hear an audible voice. You can have a knowing. You just know it. You can have something jump off the page at you, a revelation from God's word when you're reading or listening to it. Man, you say, that is from God, and I call it God's Word coming alive. When you're reading or listening to it, just like this morning, I may have said one or two things already for some people in here. You say, that's for me. That's for me. Did you know sometimes when I speak as a pastor and a man of God, sometimes I speak and I go, wow, that wasn't in my notes. I hadn't even thought of that. I hadn't prayed about that, but I asked for God to flow through me. There's times as I'm teaching you, God is teaching me. God's word is a double-edged sword. It cuts that way, but it sure cuts coming back this way too. So I'm hearing it. So now you got see it. Someone say see it. Get the word in front of your face. That's why we have it on the screens. That's why you have a Bible. You better get a Bible if you don't have one. I don't, I don't want you to just have an app. Find you a Bible. Make sure it's easy to understand so when you see it and hear it, it makes sense. If you still have a King James Version in here, that is fine, but make sure you understand it. Most of us in here, we don't speak in Elizabethan and, and Shakespearean English. Dost thou understand thine dear brother? Heretofore I beseech thee by the mercies of God. We don't talk like that. It's beautiful. It's eloquent. It's flowery. Get you a translation you understand. 
Okay? Get you a translation you understand. This way you can see it. Number two, so you can hear it. And now point three, get ready. Say it. You've got to talk about God's word. You've got to say it out loud. Let's go to Mark eleven twenty two through 23. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. One, there are scholars who believe, if you look, you can look in the, the Greek here, and it it's also could be translated as have the faith of God. Have God's faith. Remember, God, Scripture says that God has given each of us the measure of faith. So we can't be proud and say, I got all this, I did all this by myself. You've got to develop your faith. But even your faith was a gift from God. Isn't that amazing? He gave you the tools to be able to serve Him, believe Him, love Him, be in relationship with Him. Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, verily, verily, the King James Version says, right? Truthfully, I tell you, I say to you, whoever says i love it says say twice right there he says i say to you whoever says to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea problems issues debt any kind of thing trying to get between you and god or get between you and those kids or you and your husband or wife you can say be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what that those things he, here's that word again, says will be done. Get ready. He will have whatever he says. Can I read that whole verse again? I love the King, New King James here because it says, says so many times. Let's start from the beginning on that one, if you don't mind. Mark eleven twenty two. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. You see, I'm not a he. will interject, put she in there. That's an easy one. They can have whatever they say. You just believe it, say it. That's our third point today. We said see it, we said hear it. Now we say say it. Someone say, God is with me. Someone say, if God is with me, who can be against me? Someone, this is all very scriptural. Someone say, God lives inside of me. Say, God lives inside of me. Now let's take a break. I'm going to make sure you stay awake. Someone say, see it. Go like this. Someone say, hear it. I don't know which of y'all were wrestling fans back in the day, but you remember Randy Macho Man Savage? He'd go, That's flavor right there. I think he's gone on and crossed over. I hope he went to be with the Lord. But you got to hear. Someone go like this. Now someone say it. Go like this. Uh huh. Some of your mo- some of y'all's moms used to cup. She'd cup. Man, it's like she had a built-in bullhorn, right? Or your mom said, "Get home." I remember my mom. She didn't have that big of a voice, but I could hear her down the block. Matthew. Get home. Get home. Go like this. Say, see it. Say, hear it. Say, say it. See it. Hear it. Say it. One more time, just for good measure. One to grow on. 
Say, see it? Hear it? Say it. Very, very important. Very, very important. I got this, I'm telling you, from a man of God who has been now a man of the faith and a man of God preaching the word for just about exactly 50 years. So, I mean, it's, it's been a long time. He's been, and that's my dad. And, and I, I say, I came up with these. No, I didn't. He came up with these, and he got them from different places, the army, whatever. But you will remember stuff if you will study God's word like this. One more time for good measure. You with me? Why are y'all laughing? Stop having fun. You know my rule, no fun. I'm kidding. Someone go see it. One more time. See it. Say it. All right. Let's read through Mark eleven twenty two again. I'm going to save my other three points for next week, I believe. I want this to soak in and become part of your life. So you got see it, hear it, say it. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God or have the faith of God. <laughs> Someone's still looking at me like this. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be, let me start again. He says, for assuredly, I say to you, that is the very word of God spoken by the word of God. I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Mm, this is good. Let's do it one more time. Someone say, see it? Hear it? Say it. Start to practice the word. Today is your day. And you know that trite saying, he said, today is the present, you know, because it's a gift. That's great. Okay, I agree with that. It's a little trite. Or today is the first day of the rest of your life. All I know is this, though. According to God's word and his promises, you have a lot to look forward to. Come hell or high water, if the world's falling apart, remember that is not God's system. It's not. That is not God's system. It's not based on God's word. It's based on the God of this world. He's the prince of the power of the air and the father of lies. That's Satan. I don't even mention his name much. But I'm going to tell you right now, that is who the world is based on. They, it is monkey see, monkey do. They imitate their father, the devil. All the stuff that doesn't work. Oh, every seven years, it's just boom and bust. Everything's great, and then it collapses. Everything's great, and it collapses. The stock market's up 800, 800 points. It's down 1,500. That is man's system of wisdom. You know what the book of James says? The wisdom of man is both sensual and devilish. What is sensual? It's all the senses. I feel like this. I, I want to do that. I have a desire. I don't have any self-control. That is mankind's wisdom. That is the wisdom of men and women apart from God. And it's devilish. So here's what you've got to do. God is calling you to stay in his word. Get in his word and stay there the rest of your life. I know you love God. You would not be here on a Sunday morning accidentally showing up going, well, I don't know what I think of God. No, I think even, even if you're struggling, say, I don't know what I believe or what to do. I don't know where I'm going when I die. Those of you that are new or haven't served God, but I do know this, there's something in your heart and God is pulling you to himself. So you're not here today by accident. So see it, hear it, and say it. You say, man, how do I hear from God? Start off by reading his word. 
And what you hear from God, you say, man, was that me? Was that God? Well, if it lines up with his word, God is speaking to you through your conscience, through your spirit, man, your inner man. All right. So see it, hear it and say it. And it's a good place to start. Where? Best place is Genesis. But you say, man, I'm starting in the book of John. That's fine. But get into the full counsel of God's word. I, I want to remind you, read all of God's word so you have the full counsel. All right? So you're balanced. Let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes today. God's purpose, plan, and design for your life can only be found in him. Remember, this is not popular. This may not get 50,000 people listening to me, but I'm going to tell you the truth right now and those listening on the live stream. If we reject Jesus, if we reject the Son of God and the blood that He shed and the sacrifice He made, then we can't make heaven. Scripture says there's only one way to God, the man Christ Jesus. He himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Another verse says, he's the only mediator between man and God. He's the only go-between. Not Buddha, not the ancient gods, not Mohammed. That's not a go-between. That's something else. The only way to get to God is through Jesus. The only way to get to the Father is through Jesus. If there's anyone at the sound of my voice today who says, Pastor Matt, I'm not sure where I'd go if I'd die. I've never accepted Jesus or publicly made a commitment to him. Would you raise your hand today? I'm going to pray with you. This is your time to make peace with God, to make sure you are right with God. If there's anyone in this house that says, I need to get right with God, would you raise your hand? I will pray with you. And if there's anyone who says, I've accepted Jesus, I just haven't walked in his light, would you raise your hand? And I'm going to pray with you. I have saw some hands coming up here and there. God bless you. I want everyone in this house, everyone on the live stream, repeat this prayer with me. Whether you think you need it or not, there are those who need it and raise their hands to declare such. Say, Heavenly Father, apart from you, on my own, I'm a sinner. I can't make it without you. I need your saving power. Say, I confess and I believe that Jesus is Lord. Satan is not my Lord. This world system is not my Lord. Say, Jesus is my Lord. And say, I believe he died and rose again to cleanse me, forgive me, and save me from hell. Say, Lord, thank you for forgiving me. Say, I believe I am saved. I am righteous and i will be holy because of what you've done not me all you say i receive the free gift i will live it i believe in jesus name now let me pray a blessing over you raise your hand right wherever you are father i just speak life and hope and truth and your word your energizing word your word that brings back to life that which has died. Some of you say, man, I don't know if I'll ever relive that, or I, I don't know, I, that's not a good way of phrasing it. I don't know if I'll ever get that dream back. I don't know if I'll ever have my hope or excitement back. God would say to you, dear child, 
Dear son and dear daughter, I have so much waiting for you. I have so much waiting for you. God is the God of hope, and you serve him, and as you serve him, he gives you confident hope. You have confident hope in the God of hope. There's always something new and fresh and beautiful on the horizon of your life, regardless of your age. Thank you, Father, for your people. Thank you for their hunger. Thank you for their humility. Thank you for their teachable spirits. I thank you today, God, that they're putting you first. And as an act of their will, they will get into your word to further know your will. I thank you for your people once again today. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. Be with them. Strengthen them, God. Give them great favor this week. In Jesus' name, somebody said, amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering today.